DJ Dubs. If something else I ask you, I ask for you to pray for this great nation. The hideouts. We did not authorize assassination squads. We did not authorize the resurrection of COINTELPRO. We did not authorize the repeal of the Bill of Rights. We did not authorize the revocation of the Constitution. We did not authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to appear from cameras throughout our cities. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We did not authorize. 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 The hideouts. LFA and J Dubs. 106.7 WGFP. Let's do this damn thing. Thursday night in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. That's my dog over there. Look at it. Alright, I I don't want to say anything. I love Ron Bennington, but saying that in Living Color was a horrible show, come on, Ron. You're better than that. You know better than that. Please. I got season one at home. I haven't even unwrapped. Oh, yeah, you haven't opened it yet. That tells you how great it was. Because I want to keep it in mint condition. Because <laughs> it's going to be worth something on eBay in like 50 years. Just as if it were the original Spider-Man. Um, uh, that's Dubs. I'm Hefe. It is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Bateman in the back uh, taking your phone calls. Uh, at the phone number tonight, Dubs? 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. So much going on. So excited about uh, tomorrow, really, to be perfectly honest with you. The reason I'm so stoked about tomorrow is because um, we got a game that we're going to play. Whose Mama Did That? I'm, I'm still figuring out what I want to call the game, but I, I've figured out this, Dubs. I want to have Fairfax Mike be the host. I think if nice we had all, I think if we had Fairfax might come in and be the game show host for this game tomorrow, for which I was talking to Jag and I was like, "So did we get those prizes?" And he's like, "Well, I guess we're gonna have to because you've been promoing them all week." So we that's got what, that's what we gotta do from now on. Hey, next week we have a trip to Vegas and a car to give away. Um, so we have Ozfest tickets to give away tomorrow night. We have WWE prize packs to give away tomorrow night, and we have a Sopranos. Uh, Prize pack to give away tomorrow night. So all of this are you, in the just, trying to, are you just trying to push more in there? No, actually, he told me we got all that. Oh, okay, cool. So it's cool. It's cool in the gang. Thanks to Jack coming through for the promotions and the hideout. Also, speaking of Sopranos, mafia kind of stuff, MafiaLife.com, proud sponsor of the hideout, starts uh, tomorrow. Uh, today, today, it started at eight today, and oh, you right can, on. You can link up to that. It is Thursday, isn't it? I, I thought it was Wednesday. Isn't it amazing? Uh, the time is just so garbled. And yeah, it's just mushed together into one. We might as well just call it week one, week two. Mm -hmm. With you in week three. Yeah, exactly. It's uh some point. Show 57 this week, uh, the hideout. But um, RadioHideout.com, getting a ton of rave reviews about the website. want to give big ups to uh, Bad Monkey, who is our web designer. 
you know how people can be. You know how people can yeah. be mean. But I think they went there, and they understand what we're trying to do with the website, RadioHideout.com. And like we said, Dubs, it is a roadmap. It is a roadmap for you to get to know the show. It's not anything to feed egos or anything like that. It's if you enjoy the show, but you're missing a few little pieces of it. A lot of the inside jokes. Yeah, you'll go. Be, you'll be able to go there, figure out the backstories on some characters, storylines. Yeah, the backstories on us, on our bios, just stuff that you might need to know just for the little quips and jokes exactly so that is radiohideout.com and also the beautiful thing about that is um right now you can go there and you can uh email us it's got the jfk hideout at aol.com and it's got an automatic uh aol for broadband instant messenger link to jfk hideout all you gotta do is click on it if you got the aim it hooks you up just right everything there that you need to know is on there. So just go there, figure out anything that you have been missing out on. Oh, look at this. Mafia Life Chris, who we interviewed on Tuesday, we got 20 members into the hideout site, too, by the way. So we got people that are already joining the site right now. That's beautiful. They got people from the Mafia Life crew coming into the hideout. I dig that. I love all of this this uh, stuff that's going on, all of the cross-promotion and you know being together and stuff. Robert, welcome into the hideout tonight. Hey, what's what's going on, LFA? What's up, brother? Hey, man. Uh, I, I congratulate you for your new show, and you sound good. You yeah, do... congratulations, LFA. Yeah, don't forget about J Dubs. I mean, J Dubs has a minimal you part to do with you this. Didn't give me a chance to to congratulate him. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, Dubs, you you're good. Even though you know what. Yeah. Jefe, What's that? He was racist one time I came into the studio. I swear to God he was racist. All right, well, you came into the studio? What happened? With, with the Ron and Fed show, he said something. I'm like, why did he have to even say something? Right, what, being okay, alive? I think I know what he's doing, right, what, what he's talking about. What, what happened? All right. All right. There is a bunch of people in the green room. I know the green room, but the uh, the airlock. Okay. And here's the JFK compound. I open the door, let everybody in. I go to close the door, and there's a black guy behind the door. Like I was. He was a good memory, this guy right here, man. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, and I, I even said, Hey, I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't. Excellent memory. I'm sorry, I didn't do that because you were black. That's what I said. You know what? You are good, man. Thank you. You are good, my friend. Now, hold on a second. Don't be so quick to praise Dubs because Dubs comes from Fowlerville, Michigan, where the current Grand Wizard of the KKK is from. No, no, no. The former Grand Wizard is from a town two towns over. Okay. I'm amazed by the memory that this guy has, that he would even remember such an incident like three months ago. Now, did this scar you? Did you feel like WJK was racist? Because if you look at it, yesterday during this segment, when we talked about Secret of Mile, it was proven. Uh, I was that... hearing, I was hearing all of that, and you kind of uh, brought on a lot of the racism yourself there, uh, LFA. Do you think I do us minorities a disfa- disservice by bitching all the time? But sir, I didn't mean for that. You know, you don't even know the language of. All family. right, we gotta go. Thank you for the phone call, Robert. <laughs> But, yeah, I remember that just like it was yesterday. And I meant it to be, like, apologizing and saying, hey, I'm not some big racist white guy. I didn't mean to push you behind the door. Have you ever had those uncomfortable moments? Have there ever been any other uncomfortable moments in your life with racism? Like, you just, you were like, you didn't mean it, but it came off as one of those things? No, but I have a lot of racist friends. And I was with. This is Dubs' way of saying it. It was me, but I don't want no, to admit no, it after no, the last story. Because there's no way it was me, because it involved Nextel phones, which I did not have. Uh, they, uh, 
my friend was on his next cell phone with my other friend, and you know he uh, we were in uh, KFC, and he was talking to his friend. He's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm at KFC. I'm just getting some chicken. Hold on one second. He put it put the phone down, and my one friend just starts yelling the N bomb over and over and over again. So he would get us all in trouble at KFC. Oh, that was really uncomfortable. Oh, I'm sure. And those are your friends in Fowler and Michigan that you grew up with, right? They're my homeboys. Oh, man. <laughs> the homeboys. That's what you grew up with. <laughs> and my G-Dogs. 866-277-4969. I'm trying to think back if I've ever had a really, like, uncomfortable racist moment. That I, I mean, even as a Latino, you know, where it, yeah. sometimes it'll happen. I think the one that sticks out the most, and you guys continue to harp on it and bring it up, <laughs> was the one time... When somehow, I have this real bad habit of combining two words, and it just does not work out well. And Why were you trying to combine those two words in the first place? I don't know what was going on, but for some reason, Matt Albert was here. And for some reason, he needed a Snickers bar or something. And the word snigger accidentally got out. And, I, you know, I would never do that. I would never, ever, 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 ever do that. And it happened on the air... And I'll just, it'll never be forgotten. You guys will constantly bring up the fact that I accidentally dropped one of those bombs. <laughs> how dare you? I don't think it was an accidental thing. Personally. Now, how about this? I'll tell you this now. You know, I'm as, my name is El Jefe, and I am a reformed racist. Can you be a reformed racist, J-Dub? I'm not a racist. No, I'm, I'm saying, could you, though? Yeah. Is it possible to be a former racist who saw the error of your ways and then realize that you had gone astray. Of course. Haven't you seen American History X? Yes, great movie, by yeah. the way. Um, because I know there was, you know... You just have to get prison raped. That's the only thing it takes, and then you're fine. <laughs> That's how you get turned over. <laughs> what, if, what if that was the key to racial harmony? <laughs> what if there were only, like, a few sacrificial lambs that you had to put up, and, and that, would be, that would equate everything? And what if it was just, like, this big tournament? Like this in a stadium, you put out like the five, like five top white people to get prison raped in the middle of the stadium. Do you think that would and like that was the magical thing to solve everything? You think that could happen? Do I think it would happen if you, everybody knew that that would be the end all? Would you be willing to do something like that? Would I be willing to be a part of the break? And everybody had to take everybody had to watch and take part. No, I'd say let the hate continue. I'm not getting raped. What about this? Hold on a second. This is utility at its, at its greatest. What about this? What if you had to take it for the team? What if you were the one and your ass had the key to racial harmony? Oh. You would not do that for racial harmony? No. I don't care about it that much. Like you haven't done it in a drunken stupor when you were 14 in Howell, Michigan? Come on. It didn't hurt that bad then. It was with a very, very oh, young kid. And I didn't. I I was I was young and dumb, and full of. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. Uh, I would just say, look. All my thing is that I want to promote peace. I want to promote racial harmony. And you want to promote that through rape. I understand where you're coming from. Sometimes, well, sometimes you know, I, 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 you make a lot of sense a lot of times. Sometimes it's ironic. I mean, look what's going on uh, in Iraq. Yeah. You know. It's so disturbing that all that war stuff going on. By the way, I want to say a couple things on the war real quick that I just wanted to touch base with. Oh, another thing we got coming up too, Dubs. I don't know if you saw this. Speaking of sex, 
Bateman came through with a great interview. They're doing this thing in Sydney, Australia, um, where the church is going to put on a TV show about sex. Basically, it's going to be like Loveline, I guess, in Australia, done by Christians. Give us, yeah, more, give us more information I, I, about I this. Guess, I guess they're only going to take calls from married people. Is that what it yeah. is? Okay. They'll give you uh, sex advice only for married. Huh. And so anyway, Bateman has come through with booking the Archdiocese of Sydney, Australia. Can you believe that? He's the one that put it all together? I guess he's the, the mastermind behind this whole thing. So let's talk to him about this, because to me, it actually seems it seems like it would be a fun thing to sit there and watch, like, a, you know, a, a nun or a priest or something talking about sex. And they said they're going to talk about, like, everything. Yeah. So yeah. we got this cat coming up in about 15 uh, minutes. I know I'm not going to be able to control myself in this interview, and I'm just going to be going, you call that a knife? This is a knife. If you want to take that angle, that's fine. Why don't you take your mic out of audition, though, so he can't hear you? Okay. And then that way, I'll conduct a normal interview, and you can do your uh, crocodile hunter bit back there. It's not crocodile hunter. Or Foster's beer, whatever you got. No, it's not either. Mike, welcome into the hideout. Mike Aragon, welcome into the hideout. Oh, what's going on? What's up, bro? I just wanted to tell you uh, one of those racist, uncomfortable stories that actually happened to me back in Seattle. All right, what's what is your uh, what's your background? Were you white kid, black kid? What's up? I'm a actually Panamanian American kid. Oh, all right, go ahead. And um, I'm actually really involved with the whole punk rock scene, the whole punks and skins thing. But uh, I have this friend, Ryan. He's one of those like Nazi bonehead skins and stuff. Wonder Boy. And give the kid a break. Come on. What happened was... Uh, He's not into that scene? I no. thought he was into that scene. I'm... All right, keep on going. Sorry, Mike, go ahead. Anyway, so uh, what happened was is, uh, this kid, we were in class, right? And, uh, he was just, they were talking about, like, Abraham Lincoln and whatnot, and he gets up and he, like, just, like, yells and stuff, like... Uh, this um, is very long-winded. Can you yeah. put it down at all? Speed it up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what happened was uh, he was like... Slavery ended 250 years ago, you bastards. And uh, all these kids thought it was me and stuff. So after class, I was like... Dubs, why are you shaking up. your head? Why are you nodding yes to this? I'm not. I'm nodding yes. Continue with the story, please. Uh, I, had, I had to hang up on him. Oh, by the way, Dubs, what do you think about this idea? All right, so the hideout, everybody can come in. You know, they're more than welcome to participate. Yeah. But what would you think about having music? Where they had to like, if you as soon as the caller hears the music, they got 15 seconds to wrap up the story, and then oh, they like, have to like sort of like, like at the Oscars. Oscars. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing worse than listening to talk radio and just hearing people drone on and on and on. And the and you know, as talk show hosts, you don't want to be mean, no, because you want people to participate. Yeah. But this way, you give the caller the opportunity when they hear the music, they have 15 seconds. 15 seconds, and then they're cut off. You like that idea? I dig that. And we'll give you an ample amount of time, but when it sounds like you're rambling, we're going to hit the music. Fairfax Mike, welcome into the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What's going on, fellas? I got to say, Dubs uh, has a little bit of the Don Rickles racism. It's good because it's comedy. Yeah. It's it's good. It makes you feel good. I mean, some of the best jokes I've ever heard were some of the most racist jokes I've ever heard. Now, that is true. Now, what is that about racial humor? I mean, there's something that's... And I'll tell you this. Because it plays stereotypes, and stereotypes are funny. That's the and whole there's thing. that little ring of truth that underlines all yeah. of it. And I'll say this, too, about stereotypes, and I've said this forever. 
they're all based on something, on yeah. something original, that real, that actually happened. That's where the stereotype comes from. And I, as long as you, you accept that... I'll tell you a quick one, guys. Go ahead. Outside of Jackson, Mississippi, me and my buddy walk into this bar. All I see is white guys in 10-gallon hats, right? So I'm feeling pretty uncomfortable. I get a couple of shots in me. I get up on my stool and start singing a little David Allen Coe, uh, long-haired redneck. Instead <laughs> 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 I'm going to catch a beating, I didn't, I didn't pay for a shot the rest of the night, dude. They love now, it. Now, what about that? What about just playing along when you're in a situation where you're just like, screw it. Either I can be militant. It's like oh, uh, the Chappelle thing when... Um, Whoa, whoa, when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you gotta use it. Just like when you're up in the club, like, you, you guys know me, I'm a big black dude. I walk right through the club, look straight ahead, put the mean face on, little white kids and Abercrombie and Fitz scatter around me. It's fantastic. Hey man, are you available tomorrow night to be a game show host in the hideout? Yeah, I talked to Tommy. I'm gonna try to swing through there, man. It shouldn't be a problem. Alright, well. If not, I'll just quit this crappy job I got. I've heard the commercial. Oh, <laughs> hey, how, <laughs> we, we need you here by like 11.15, so let me put you back on hold chat with Tommy one more time because I really want you to host this. And if you could, bring up some of that sweet-ass food from Thursdays. No problem, fellas. All right, brother. Well, I'm going to put you on hold. Thanks, bro. 866-277-4969. Um, in Dubs' version of American History X, it's Cameron's head being stomped into that curb. No, it's not. I love Cameron. I offered to work at 6 a.m. for him tomorrow. Did you really? Yeah. What happened there? I don't know yet. I might still be working. <laughs> no, you're not, because I got to crash at your place. Brian, welcome into the hideout. Hey. What's up, bro? Uh, well, I can't believe it's been 25 years, and not only do I still remember this, but I finally have a reason to tell somebody. Um, in second grade, there somebody went up on the chalkboard, like in between classes or something, and wrote on the board this one little black girl's name. Um, I don't want to say her name, but no. you know, C is a n-word right wow now we were supposed to have a party that day and do you remember how important the parties were to you when you oh, were yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. that's the thing you know they were cupcakes fam okay so they're like you know no we're not having this party everybody put your heads down on your desk and you know everybody keep your eyes closed and heads down and we're not doing anything until you guys got to play seven up what? You guys got to play 7-Up, though. I like that. No, they were being punished. They had oh, to put we their being, head down. Oh, no, no, no. We were being punished because somebody wrote that on the board. Oh, okay. And it was like, we're not having this party until someone admits to it. Not a game of hangman? And it was you. Well, it wasn't me. <laughs> but <laughs> nobody else was going to admit it, and we weren't going to get to have the party. So after a while, I stood up. I went up to the teacher and said it was me, just so that we could have the party. <laughs> did you get Did you get to uh, take in the party, or did they? That's, that's for kicking the ass. <laughs> they didn't. Oh. She, she made me go out of the room. The rest of them had the party, and I had to go talk to the principal. Now, see, this cat took one for the team. Now, what about this? Were you the guy branded the racist the rest of your high school career? Was, well, was hard, her, right? well, whatever. I mean, the whole time. This is second grade. She had told everybody to keep their eyes down, and I always wondered if anyone else looked and saw or. Well, remember. they knew you weren't in the the class after <laughs> I that. Know. Hey, what I happened know. to Brian? Did his mom come pick him up? No, he called the little girl the N word. <laughs> Jesus! Didn't even call her. Just put it up on the board. I know, I but he, had, got, he got branded that. I wish they had elementary school reunion so I could apologize. For oh yeah, I'm sure. Well, you've apologized and cleaned yourself inside the hideout, man. Congratulations. We'll see you, bro. 
Well, you know, I... has to be rough. I admire that, though. I admire it, but when you're in second grade, you don't know what you're doing then. You don't know that what you're admitting to. No, you don't know. You just want you want the party. You want the cupcake. And, you know, that's the other thing, too. Whenever you're in trouble, you know, it's like, okay, they tell you, if you just admit it, everything will be okay. It's never okay. And it, it never, ever is. If somebody will just step forward and... All we want to know is who. That's all we want to know. Who stole the laptop? Just come forward. Just do it, please. And then, uh, and then they're gone forever. <laughs> Banished. I remember in uh, middle school we stole a bunch of stuff from a teacher, but we didn't keep it for ourselves. We just put it in our friend's locker. And the next morning they did a locker check before uh, before school started and found all this teacher's like watch and all this stuff. <laughs> and we didn't tell them about it until our like our senior year. Uh huh. He was still pissed off about it. So funny. I got suspended for a week for that. Have you ever taken the blame for anything? I don't think so. I'm too selfish. Yeah, I won't take the blame either. I will never be the guy. I'll never be the guy that is the martyr. I, I don't believe in it. You did it for uh, for me once at our old station, but you still had you felt guilty because you had kind of had a partner. Right, let's tell this story real quick because a lot of the new listeners don't know. Dubs and I, if you actually go to uh, RadioHideout.com, there's a little bit of the backstory of how Dubs and I got, all got fired together. Dubs, myself, and Shafee when we were working in Lansing. Dubs had come up with a bit of playing, like, movie clips and calling different businesses and trying to record it and play it on the air and that kind of stuff. Well, businesses kept hanging up on Dubs. So it was, I was playing very screamy parts from uh, Kevin Spacey in... Swimming with Sharks. Swimming with Sharks, yeah. So they kept hanging up, and it kept ruining the bit. So my idea was, hey... Let's call the rape crisis line. It wasn't. It was suicide crisis, not rape. It was. It was just a crisis line. Yeah. So it was for rape. It was for suicide. It was. It was called the. We can say it now. Yeah, the listening ear. It was called it, the listening ear because it's shut down now because they're embezzlers. So anyway, Dubs ends up calling the place. They get pissed. They call up and uh, end up getting us in trouble. Well, the very next day. Oh, you know, I'm sitting in the studio. I'm sitting in there with I'm sitting in there with another friend of mine, and our general manager comes stomping down the hall. And just to paint the picture of this guy for you, white hair, gets so red faced, like he looks like an old man that gets really, really pissed pissed off. He looks like a cartoon character when he gets mad. Eyes pop out of the head, right in the face. It's Cause, hilarious. Cause this nonprofit, it's sent over like a seven page fax detailing everything that happened and why they were so important. And he had the fax in his hands. Who the hell did this? What was this? And I'm sitting in the air because I was doing afternoons at the time, and I was like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> he was, Who was on the air last night? Uh, I think it was J-Dubs. I'm not sure. <laughs> what the hell happened? And so then it ends up, Dubs catches hell for this. And this guy pulls me into his office just screaming at me. And I came up on my day off because uh, you called me and was like, Yo, Davis livid. You got to get up here. So I came up there knowing that I was going to get my ass chewed out. Go in there. He's screaming at me. The only thing I said, kept on saying is, can we talk like adults? Can we talk like adults? <laughs> and, and, you know, no! And you don't, you don't, the people like that, they don't want to talk like no. adults because they get their, uh... They get their jollies from doing that. Exactly, from throwing that power trip. And so by Dubs being the calm one in this whole thing, it was just pissing this general manager off more and more. And so anyway, eventually, I felt so bad because I sold Dubs up the river that I went into the office the very next day and said, hey, um, that was my idea to call the crisis And they, they kept on trying to get me to rat people out like you and Shafee. We know you weren't alone in this. 
We know it. I'm like, it was me. I was on the air. And I take responsibility. And so we got suspended. We got, I, you know, you got to stay on. I got suspended for two weeks, but I still got to do production and all the other stuff. I just couldn't be on the air for two weeks. One week into my suspension. And hey, you want to bring that bit back? No. You want to start calling crisis hotlines? The, the late night call? You know who needs that, Bateman? Yeah. You know what? Last night people were IMing me. Bateman should have won the Crybaby Award. Not me, not you, but Bateman should have won that Crybaby Award from last night. I've never seen such a bigger girl. Almost that time of the month. Constantly. I'm bloated. <laughs> what happened to my abs? <laughs> Let's come back with the Archdiocese of Sydney, Australia, because they are putting together a uh, a sex show for Christians. And I just I want to I want to find out how the two things go together. I want to know how Christianity and sex go together. And basically, their mantra is that everything sexual is good. And there's no way that would happen in the United States. That's my angle. Only in Australia. Why is it that we're supposed to be the most progressive country in the world, but when you really think about it, we're so far behind the times. We are so far behind. We'll find out next. 866-277-4969. Mafia Life Chris just told me if we want to give away a few accounts to MafiaLife.com, we can do that. Very good. Maybe we'll do that here uh, in a little while. That would be outstanding. I'd like to get a hideout family going on MafiaLife.com as well. Uh, I'd have to be the Don, though. And you could be uh, Soldier Dubs. It's the Hideout 106.7. Oh, you can be the bitch. I'll be the bitch. How about that? WJFK. Hideout. Hideout. There is no spoon. Featuring L.F.A. J-Dubs. There's no spoon. Hideout. There's no spoon. Everybody be cool. You. Be cool. The Hideout. The Hideouts. Here they are. L.F.A. After the food chain and dinner is served. Dubs. Welcome back into the hideout, Washington, D.C. 106.7 WJFK Broadcasting from the nation's capital. I am El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. 866-277-4969. Website is radiohideout.com. And um, uh, a ton of stuff coming up for you this evening, uh, and all, as well as tomorrow. There's so many games uh, that we want to play. Just you know, I had a, such a horrible day, Dubs. Yeah. Like there was one lone bright spot. It's pretty bad when you uh, when you plan on staying at the Dubs Motel, and I, I know you've been having a bad day if you're asking them to stay at my place. Yeah, um, we'll talk about that yeah. a little bit later on. First, I'm so excited about this, and kudos to Tommy for able uh, being able to get us the Archbishop of Sydney, Australia. Sydney, Australia. Let's welcome into the hideout Peter Jensen. Peter, welcome to WJFK in Washington, D.C. Good day. Hello, to you, good day. And hello to you and all your listeners. Thank you so much. I came across this article uh, about what is going on in, in, in your brainchild, I guess, of sorts. And I'm just thoroughly enthralled with what, uh, what, what, I, what I tend to be, or what I tend to, uh, tend to think is. Um, just a brilliant idea in the fact that you have created a TV show for Christians to talk about sex. Uh, tell us about the show, what it is, how you came up with the idea. Well, it wasn't my idea, actually, but I'm glad to claim the credit for it. Uh, it's called Good Sex. It shows at 11.30 on a mainstream station here in Sydney. 
and uh, it's a discussion panel with some very interesting characters on it, including a Christian sexologist, uh, and it raises the issues people want to talk about. Now, here in America, I mean, I, first of all, I wonder if you guys in Australia look at Americans and just laugh about how uptight we are when it comes to sex and our sexuality. And I know in America, something like this would never fly because our mentality here is that God hates sex. Yeah, it's, it's really uptight around here. I see. Well, that's. Uh, I'm glad to put that right then because, uh, in actual fact, God invented sex. He could have reproduced the human race by a very uninteresting method, but you may have noticed he chose a very interesting and uh, rather exciting method. Uh, and I take it that he's very much in favor of it. Now, the other thing that goes along with that, too, that I, I've also heard the argument that God didn't make it. It's, it's almost it's supposed to hurt, but it's the devil that makes it feel good. I mean, what about that <laughs> angle? I mean, have, you oh, ever heard, have you ever heard of that? No, we haven't reached that one here yet. No, no, no. Uh, the Bible tells us that God created sex, that it's meant to be enjoyed, uh, that partners are meant to... The best way to enjoy sex is for partners to actually serve each other. Our sexologist said to pleasure each other. That's a rather good way of putting it. Yeah. And that's a Christian virtue, to look after the other person. And that's the reason why, in fact, uh, in in long-term, single, sort of, uh, just the two-partner marriages without any infidelity, they're often the best from the point of view of good sex. All right. Well, now, I, I hate to disagree with you, but I, those are one, usually ones that are, the, that are the most boring. A lot of times you find that after a few years, people go off and stray just to kind of get it back. Well, that's a myth. Uh, and it's, it's an excuse very often. Sure, all sorts of marriages, they may have troubles, they go, go through periods of trouble, but the best advice that you could give anyone going through a period of trouble is stick with it, stick to the one partner, work on it, serve each other, and you will find you'll come through it well. Uh, it's people who go around with multiple partners or who break up or who find excitement elsewhere, they're actually hurting themselves. Uh, and uh, and they are really damaging their own inner life. They're damaging their relationship with God, which is very important. And, of course, they're not serving the person that they've promised to take care of. Now, what's the uh, main goal that is hoped to be accomplished with this uh, new TV show, Good Sex? Well, it's first of all to say to people that uh, what we've said already, that God has invented this thing called sex, that it's a good thing and we ought to rejoice in it. And that's a message we need to give to our people as well. But are, Second, you, are, are you trying to reach a new audience with it almost? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Sydney, Australia is a very secular city. Uh, our church-going numbers are well down below those in the United States. Uh, and uh, we are trying to certainly reach a new audience. We're trying to explain to people what the message of the Bible is, many of whom have never read the Bible at all. But there's no sex so, in church, though, right? Well, uh, there are sexual partners in church. There's an awful lot of uh, sex that comes out of church, so to speak, when people meet each other and fall in love and marry. And uh, Christians, because the Bible speaks to us about this, are very interested in the subject. From the history, of, so. from the history found out in this station, sex in church is not a good idea, though. Um, let me ask you about this. Again, we're, we're talking to the Archbishop of Sydney, Peter Jensen. Uh, in Australia, they've got a TV show called Good Sex which is Christians, a panel of Christians, sitting around talking about sex. Here's a good one. If God invented sex, is there sex in heaven? Uh, no, the Bible tells us uh, that there won't be sex in heaven. Uh, it'll be better than that. 
all the time. Because of course, that's what I've, that's what I've heard. The thing is, is that in heaven, it's just always bliss. So when what what sex is almost is a little piece of heaven. Yep, it points in that direction. If God is so clever as to invent something as good as this. Imagine what it would be like when there's no more sin in the world and when everything is going as it ought to be. Now, It'll be fantastic. Now, what about, when you talk to uh, people within your religion, uh, maybe from other parts of the world, what is their reaction to this? Are you catching a lot of flack for this? No, none whatever. Well, uh, Christians are not prudes. We're not sort of... Uh, we have a have you been over in this country, they are? Have you been in America at all? <laughs> yeah, I've been in America. I, I think we have a view of America which comes from California somehow. Uh, that's maybe I'm point. wrong. <laughs> no, that's a very good we point. I think of you guys leading the way into all this sort of stuff. But uh, we have a word here in Australia called wowser. And a wowser is a sort of a person who's uh, is very prudish and is against everything and hates to pe see people enjoying themselves. Uh, now, you may have wowsers in the United States of America. Maybe you'll call them by a different name. Alan. But uh, uh, they might get a bit offended Wowza. at this. But, but, but a true Christian will never be offended at this because the Bible is so positive about it. Now, do you think this will actually convert people over? Because I, I know that, you know, you get this almost this idea, at least in the religions here that are dominating the United States and the points of view of them, is that it's, it's a hateful God, it's a vengeful God. But your kind of God seems a lot more loving. He created sex to be open. Do you think this is going to help gain people uh, coming to the church? Yes, it is. Because when you explain the message of the Bible, that's God's method of, of bringing people to himself. And when you explain the message of the Bible, it helps people to come to know God, which is the whole purpose of the Christian religion. Not meant to be a killjoy religion, it's meant to be a religion in which people come to know the living God and serve Him, which is the greatest privilege any of us can have. So I think it'll, I don't, I don't say it'll have massive consequences, but I'm thinking that it will help people come to know God and to overcome some of those barriers that you just mentioned. Uh, of course, the message we're giving is that uh, we're talking about good sex. We're talking about the fact that it's not sexual technique that matters. It's, sexual, it's the character of the people that matter. Uh, that is to say, the best sex is when people love and serve each other. Now, I saw and this. Then... I'm sorry about that. I saw this where the team says that viewers or, uh, or the team tells viewers God approves of all sorts of hanky-pinky. That means everything as long as it's inside of marriage. So it, it, everything is good as long as it's within the context of marriage. That means all sorts of sodomy, right? No, it doesn't mean that at all. Uh, what it means is that all is right within marriage which actually lovingly and tenderly serves the other person. Huh. Uh, and there are barriers. There's tender ways of doing that. Sure. So that, for example, uh, if you had uh, non-consensual sex with your partner, mm. that would be wrong and God would disapprove of it. No, that's very true, yes. Yeah. So we mustn't say that everything is permitted. But sometimes folk uh, are, are a little... You spoke about boredom. I suppose people are unimaginative. And that's an, uh, uh, to try to help people to be imaginative in ways in which they serve each other. Okay. All right. Again, well, we thank you for coming into the hideout uh, very much. I honestly, I'm a big fan of this. I don't think something like this would fly in America, but I think it's good that you're getting it started in Australia. Uh, the okay. Archbishop of Sydney, Peter Jensen, 
The show is good sex. I want. Can you pick this up like any ca uh, cable TV or maybe? No, I, don't, I fear it's not on cable TV. A satellite or anything like that? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not as far as I know. I'd like some people in Sydney to tape this show and send it to us. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, thank, okay. Thank you, Archbishop. <laughs> good to see, good to speak to you. God bless good you. Bye bye. Bye. Wow. We're going to hell. Why? I don't know. I just asked. I think that was a very, very uh, fair interview with him. I asked the arch Archbishop about going around the world. <laughs> How about sodomy, Arch? Archie? We should just call him Archie. What do you guys think about this? Listening right now, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. I'm I'm positive it would never work in America. There is no way, and he, you know what? And give it to the Archbishop because he was very, you know, uh, everything's cool. Yeah, I don't. Th I think it would fly here. Everybody's more open-minded than you're giving them credit for. He's, he sounded very stoned. He's like, <laughs> he was like Snoop Dogg. Yeah, man, it's no big problem. This no worries. This is like one of those ideas that you would come up with if you're sitting around yeah. high, or if you're sitting around, you know, getting your drink on. Hey, what about the? Like, what if we did this? I would do this to goof on my friends. Like, whenever I got home, I got a whole bunch of, like, Christian, hardcore religious friends, and I try to bait them into talking about sex because it's funny to me. And because they're so taboo to them, they won't even speak of it. Because they wussyfoot around it. They're afraid of it. They're, they're afraid to talk about sex, Christians are in the United States of America. 866-277-4969. Again, 866-277-4969. Uh, AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger is JFK Hideout. That is JFK Hideout at AOL.com. Again, i got to give them credit. Yeah. I say it's amazing. I don't think that it would work here. I mean, could you imagine? Let's say certain places wouldn't air Nightline. Oh, yeah. Two I, days ago. Can you imagine? Or three days can ago. Can you imagine, like, ABC picking up a show like this and then putting it in, like, uh, Salt Lake City maybe, maybe over in the Bible Belt a little bit? Even even lower Virginia, you know? I, I, this is the kind of programming that I think we would need in the United States. This is the kind of stuff where we have, we have this feeling of it's so taboo, and that's why sex is like this, this wanted and lusted after thing, because it, we somehow make it into being something dirty. But I think the dude's right. You know, the archbishop's right. God created sex. How could it be that bad if he created it? But then I'm. But he didn't create sodomy. Remember that. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've had people tell me, Dubs, the devil, the devil is the one that oh, makes sex I'm, feel good. I've heard that. I've definitely heard that um, many times over. You know, and that's basically by the hardcore uh, Christian. So, and, and and you know the other thing. I bet you George W. thinks uh, the devil created uh, pleasurable sex. I wonder. I wonder what's I, that, going that, on there. That has to be some kind of weird. I want to hurt women thing. If if you believe that sex is supposed to hurt your partner, but it is. I'm telling you, that is the majority of the thinking by like these very right wing. And I'm not just saying just like Republicans, but people who are just real right thinking. Whether it be like the Taliban or these Christian fundamentalists where nothing is supposed to feel good, everything's supposed to hurt, you're supposed to suffer while you're here on earth, and eventually you'll end up paying off in the long run. And could you imagine no sex in heaven? What's the point? But if it all, if you go around just going, basically what he's saying, you know, it's all good up there. It's like being on heroin from what I understand heaven is. It's a nonstop big O. 
But who even wants that? I do. I can't even stand them if they're longer than four seconds. True. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? It would hurt. Heaven would hurt. I don't got any more left. How do you? I don't even know. I was going to say something, but I probably even shouldn't. You know how it hurts? Yeah. How I think it's going to turn inside out. <laughs> this is constant. Yeah. And then if it's a constant feeling of euphoria, is it really euphoria? No. I, I believe. I don't know. I, I guess to, for there to be a high, there has to be a low, I would imagine, or the high just becomes normal. Yeah, exactly. There are no highs with no lows. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just it's normal. And if it can't be euphoria if it's normal. And now we're getting into the high talk. Yeah. Now it's like we're yeah. sitting around puff, puff, pass. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't hog it. Pass, punk. That's what it is now. Glad more shrooms, man. And I'm telling you, that, that's how the Archbishop came up with this idea. Sitting around getting high. And I even saw in the article, too. They have a lot of E over there, I think. We researched the demographic and looked at the carryover audience from sports tonight. We were looking at men between the ages of 25 and 35. And what captures the attention of men in this age group? We thought, hey, we'll put on a program about sex. We've got to get copies of this. I don't know how. I don't know anybody in Australia. I think I'd be annoyed after a half hour of Australians talking about sex, though. But Australians, Australian Christians talking about sex. That's funny. Yeah. That's a brilliant idea. I wonder if there's an underground feed for that. Let's get somebody on that. We know people. Yeah. I'm Steels. Can you find us at 866-277-4969. Taking a break. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Oh, we got somebody here that says, I had pastors as regular customers at my store. And this is someone that I know who ran a, uh, a, a, a pornography sh uh, shop. Oh, very good. And I'm saying this, too, though, at the same time, that, you know, I'm not saying that these people do pleasure themselves. You have to. Mm -hmm. That's what I've never actually understood about the, the Catholic faith whenever it comes to, like, priests and stuff like that. And you're just be supposed to be completely celibate, and you know it's just you just don't even do anything, or at least that's my understanding. I could be ignorant in that, but I think that's the that's the. Well, you thing. said you didn't pleasure yourself in high school, but that was more of a personal thing that I had with but myself. But I but I think it'd be some of the same things where you go to bed thinking of one of those hot nuns, and, and you want you, then you hope God helps you out. And you, <laughs> all right, that was terrible. Why didn't you bring that up with the archbishop? You and your famous phrase for nocturnal emissions. <laughs> don't even say it. Okay. It's so disgusting. Why don't you say it and I'll dump out of it? No, don't. <laughs> it's funny, though. We'll put it up on the website. Um, so, yeah, this person, our, our porn shop lady, says pastors would use the booths. Oh, God. They only, aver they only averaged a dollar or so, and one dollar lasts four minutes. That's not, that's fair. I couldn't even imagine going into a booth, and then I would have, I'd spend like seventeen bucks. Really? Because I probably wouldn't even be able to be ready, just knowing what's been going. I'd just be thinking about all the germs in that saying, and then I I just think about all the time upstairs. You know, we got all the the people who run the dump button upstairs, and the, the they always got the door closed constantly. And you know what they're looking at too. Just looking at it. And Punani wears uh, 
wears uh, stretch pants when he's in here, too, so I know it's easy access time. <laughs> he's walking around like he's going camping <laughs> with a tent. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. i got to tell you about my day, Dubs. And the one thing in life that made my day beautiful, and I, I mean that, literally beautiful. Plus, we have the Slurpees for a year courtesy of 7-Eleven. Remember that tomorrow night we're going to play a game, My Mama Did That. And uh, that is the opportunity to win OzFest tickets along with WWE prize packs and some pro Sopranos prize packs as well. It's the Hideout 106.7. It's the, it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hell, In front of my babies, you got torn on. Homo shows up in here. What kind of freak ass this? You two mother need Jesus. In Washington's 106.7 WJFK. Specializing in homoerotic humor, the hideout. I'm a gay homosexual. I defy you to tell me there's something wrong with that. With LFA and J Dubs on 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I'm LFA, that is J Dubs. Your late night brothers are with you. And uh, available to chat with you at any time, 866-277-4969. And um, last segment, we had the Archbishop of Sydney, Australia on, Peter Jensen. The TV show is called Good Sex, and it's Christians talking around, uh, sitting around talking about things like climaxing, uh, member pumps, pleasure, self-pleasure, and pornography. And uh, I think we solved all of the issues of Christians when it comes to sexuality. And if you're just now tuning in, uh, too bad. Maybe you can hear it on the weekend replay of The Hideout. And, oh, but yeah, by the way, that will happen, too. Yeah. Um, we are calling it the Hideout Weekend Mixed Tape. It happens Saturday nights from 7 to 11. It's hosted by Sideshow. And the cool thing about it is that it's the uh, some of the better stuff from the week and then also some older clips, too. Yeah, um, from all the segments from the weekend show. From the old Saturday night show. Um, you see how I'm saying the old Saturday night show, making it seem like it's really big and that big a deal or whatever? Yeah. So, um, RadioHideout.com is up. And I'll wait till he leaves. Okay. If you go to RadioHideout.com, a lot of you have been already, but there's new content up under the galleries section. And there's a gallery part that says, on the gay side. <laughs> And on this, we have posted the picture of Sadie Lou, Dubs' cat, Dubs' queer cat, whenever Dubs put this orange shirt on her. We had a whole segment about this in the old Saturday Night Show where Dubs had put a shirt on her. Maybe we'll replay that this weekend. That wouldn't be a bad idea. And dressed her up. Uh, and put her on sexy poses on his leather couch. I, put her on, I'm not going to get into this again. She put herself into that sexy pose. And so if you go to RadioHideout.com, you can see one of the things that we're doing on the website, because there are no real names and there are no faces, is that we've blacked out the Sadie Lou's eyes, and we've also blacked out her private parts. And it's so funny if you look at it. And then the other thing, under on the gay side in the hideout galleries, it's the picture that Bateman posted on MySpace.com. 
The one that just took so many hits from women from around the world. The one he took himself with his Sprint PCS phone. The one that he took to get himself into shape and to try to, try to make himself, like, you know, um, give himself some motivation for the St. Pat Spat to fight with uh, Spoon with the Ronifest St. Pat Spat. And uh, actually, come here, Oddball, come over here real quick. Look at this. Hideout Galleries, radio, RadioHideout.com. Which one's queerer? The picture of Dubs' cat or the picture of uh, Bateman naked? Oh, it's got to be Bateman naked. <laughs> no, 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 no. My, my cat looks pretty gay right there. <laughs> Is he back there? What? <laughs> What's up, bro? Yeah. Uh, how you doing? Hey, that picture got you some uh, interesting pictures that I forwarded to you from some women. What? Never mind. Forget it then. You're going to play that way. I don't even know what you're talking about. Those pictures I sent you of that chick that sent me pictures. Oh, naked? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Can I? T can we tell what no, you're doing on the Internet? No. Well, then why would you bring it up? Because I wasn't going there with that, you bastard. And you know what's funny? Bateman puts these pictures up on MySpace and gets chicks from around the nation IMing him and sending him nude photos back. Why are you still a virgin? I'm not mad at but sorry. When's the last time you got laid? Was it with Sideshow's chick? Oh, I'm not even going there with you. When was the last time you got laid? What are you going to be like that for? When was the last time? Let's hear it. God damn. I don't know. That's a good one. Dubs, what about you? You're the one that has a chick in this relationship and all of us. Um, it's been a while. How long? I really can't tell you. I'm spending the night at your place tonight. What do you think? It's not going to happen. We're running a train? No. <laughs> You're a dick. Bateman, come on over. Uh, uh -huh. You got Sadie Lou. <laughs> Sadie Lou just got fixed and she can't have sex right now. <laughs> or she can't get pregnant. Are we still on the air? Oh, sorry. All right, bye. <laughs> I guess we are. We may as well not be. This is what it is. Our own personal playground. 866-277-4969. Again, RadioHideout.com. Bad Monkey doing a great job of that. That Sadie Lou picture is so funny. I love it. It really is a cute cat. It is. It's all grown up, though, and you butchered its innards. No, it, it really, it, it's still really, really small. It's, it's still a little kitten. Bateman brings up the fact that I haven't been laid in forever, going through the separation. And uh, like I told you, I had a horrible day. But actually, I had one lone bright spot, Dubs. Now, Dubs and I are the kind of guys, we're best of friends. We always do a lot of stuff together. So we all, we'll go out and run errands together. Mm -hmm. And on payday, we'll get our checks, and we'll bitch about how little we make, and then we'll take them to our prospective bank. So we'll go over to Dubs' bank, and then we go to my bank. And we even talked about this last time we were at the bank. There is this just beautiful, just gorgeous goddess that works at this bank that I am at. I thought your buddy... Whenever you say, like, gorgeous goddess, I always hear the G first, and I think you're going to say guy. I mean, this, gorgeous guy over this, there, I this, mean. This girl, Jesus. she is beautiful. And the funny thing about her is that she's Latina. And you know mm -hmm. me, I'm not usually into the Latina thing. And I don't, just because I have this whole hang-up about them looking like my cousins. You know, I, a lot of the, my cousins are hot Latina chicks, and so I can't say. I can't see it. 
I can't separate it out. I can't see your cousins being hot Latina chicks. It, it, you know, it really is weird because I got a really good-looking family, and then I got me. You got you and uh, Chub Rock, your little brother. But anyway, so I see this hot Latina chick, and I'm just like, I told you last week, I'm infatuated. She is just beautiful. So I'm going up. I uh, taught today over at the Connecticut Schools of Broadcasting. I go over to the bank, and I'm cashing my check. And, um, you know, she, first of all, she was real happy to see me. Have you, have you talked to her before? No, but you know how customer service is. They, oh. they just greet you. Like, hey! Oh, I thought she remembered you or something. Well, it's tough to forget me. Yeah. But then she was like, oh, wow, do you go to CSB? And I was like, no, I'm an instructor there. Oh, really? Well, I'm studying audio engineering, blah, blah, blah. Automatically, we're hitting it off. And now you've been in my bank before. Yeah. I don't want to say which one it is. But most of the banks in this town, you can't find a bank that is good about um, about lines. And so we're... Still about what? Lines. Like oh. The lines. When well, your you're, uh, bank makes up for it in a lot of ways, too, though. Well, with the hot chicks. Well, no, I'm talking about you usually... At your bank, you guys usually don't have a line, a long line, but the guys still take forever to serve you. So I'm sitting there... And all of a sudden, we start having this conversation. And we sat there and we chatted for about five, maybe five to six minutes, getting to know each other. What are uh, what do you want to do with audio engineering? And I played it real cool, man. I was, she was like, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm an instructor. And then you know, I asked her about what she does. And, oh, well, I'm in the entertainment industry. That's what I say. Oh, really? What do you do? Well, I'm in radio. <laughs> really? Where at? I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, Howard Stern, Don and Mike. Um, Ron and Fez. Ron and Fez. I host the hideout. Oh, wow. When's that on? Eh, it's late at night. You know, you should swing in sometime. Nice to meet you. My name's Hefe. And then we shake hands. You know, where you, whenever you get the hands, that, that grasp. Yeah. You know, and, that, and it's like that you, you shake the hand. And neither one of you wants to let go because <laughs> right because auto, you automatically feel like this this electricity flowing. I guarantee she's just fishing for you know maybe some leads for a job or something. She's not hoping that you call you come up there every day, which I know you're going to now, and you know ask her out for lunch. Do you want to go to the Golden Corral, baby? I, I know that's going to be your next line. Wait a second, though. I was this close. I was ready to offer her an internship in the hideout. Of course you were. We can't bang interns. Well, so interns can bang us. We've learned that before. You can put in your six months, and then afterwards you get to know them during the six-month period. They're not interns anymore. Then all of a sudden you're having sex. I'm I'm on what I like to term the six. Who are you, Shafee? The six-month plan. How many interns does Shafee bang over at the queue? I was talking to Shafee last night off the air. Shafee was on the air with us last night. He's working five chicks right now. He's got five different women at the moment with which he's having sex with all of them. Bateman brought up a good point. She was probably, she's probably telling her friends right now some old creepy guy was grabbed my hand and he wouldn't let go. Why do you guys do that to me? This chick seemed interested. And so anyway, but that's the other thing, too, that's so funny about hot chicks because they're always constantly getting offered things. But you're right. Maybe I want to strike up a friendship. Maybe I want to go and say, hey, let it, let's hang out. Let's do lunch. Me, Cameron, J-Dubs, we're all going up here. OCB, we're going to grab some lunch. How about you come out with us? You want to go? 
Me? Can you have can you have friends like that? Would it be inappropriate for me to run my Mac, run my game on this chick while we're standing in the line of the bank? No, there's something wrong with that. It's not going to work. Now, she's married. Does that throw a monkey wrench that into it? That throws this? a big monkey wrench into it. See, I'm separated. What do you think? 866-277-4969. Somebody, do you think she's uh, she's uh, thinking about uh, sleeping around on her guy? Are you th or did you get that vibe from her? I don't know. The way she the way she shook my hand, there was some magic there. I'm honestly telling you this. Okay, Johnny Punani. You did, man. I've been late before. Yeah, uh, before. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why are you hope, listening to Sweet Hope? Or what, what are you listening to? Eagles, man. Eagles. Uh, Hotel California. Hotel man. California. How drunk are you? Uh, ten. Hey. Uh, I should. We should have done the. Did, did Cameron get a hold of you yet? No, man. What's uh, yeah? Tom, I talked to Tommy. Oh, okay. Are you gonna be able to do it? If I have to, I will. Yeah, you have to. How much to. you guys paying me? I ain't paying you. CBS <laughs> is going to give you $20 an hour. Congratulations, you're a winner. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Punani, what do you think about this, though? What, what's up? You, you heard the story about me and my uh, my bank teller friend. Yeah. You yeah. think there could be a real love there? Dude, you can't be banging married chicks. You know how bad that is. <sighs> Actually, it's okay. We heard that from the Archbishop. No, that's... <laughs> if you're married to him, he said. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry about that. No word of experience, man. You you don't you don't you don't um you know you don't do that. Thanks. Turn down the Eagles. <laughs> Could you at least pretend like you're listening to the Hideout? I'm listening. You got man. It's, I am instead listening. of listening to ARW. <laughs> I have to do this so I can tell when you picked up. All right, hold on just a second. All right, hold on. Mm -hmm. You know what? This is a good point. Uh, Laszlo says if she told you she was married, you got no chance. However, if you just saw the ring. There might be a possibility. Did she never? She never said anything. Nope. I just noticed the ring. I'm telling you. And here's the thing, though. I'm actually looking for female friends. I want to be able to have a group of female friends that I can hang around with because I like the female companionship. However, at the same time, I uh, I don't know if I could be around chicks just as friends. Because then there's, could you ever be just a friend with a chick? Oh yeah. I mean seriously, Punani, could you? What, friends with a chick? Yeah. I am a chick. I mean, come on. All right, you're built like a chick. You're right. You're built like a fat chick. No, uh, you no, got here's, here's, here's the deal with the ring. You go in and you got to talk to her, and you got to talk to her a couple times, and if the ring disappears, you're in. Uh, yeah, what if I, you know, that would be the greatest feeling in the world if I'm walking up to the bank, and she sees me, and all of a sudden I see her going for a ring finger, trying, uh, to, like licking a ring finger trying to get that ring off. And hey, Baby, it wasn't a, it wasn't an overly on, it wasn't on, an overly impressive ring. Keep on talking about her licking rings. I'm interested now. Now all of a sudden I got your attention. All right, Punani, we'll see you at six in the morning. <laughs> uh, I guess that okay. Well, well you you the boss, man. All right, bro. See you later. <sighs> so funny. But that's my thing, though. I I really want to be able to hang out with chicks because having some female companionship. I'll be honest, I miss it. Yeah. You know, Bateman isn't enough. If you take a look at the picture on RadioHideout.com, you'll see what I'm talking about. You know what I have to say to that? Buy a cat. It's all the companionship you need. I'm not going to be the dude with a cat. Why? Because chicks aren't into that. That's they the, really are. That's the first... If you All right, now I'd love to hear from a woman. If you met a 26-year-old guy who looked like he was 33... <laughs> and he said, why don't you come over and we can play with my cat? Or he brought up the fact that he was a single man with a cat. He should be zhuzhin. He's watching Queer Eye. Sensitive. I don't believe so. So do you think this chick may be into having sex? 
Do you think there there's a strong possibility? Contrary to popular belief, chicks have been cheating a lot more than uh, than people give them credit for. You think this all goes back to feminism? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they just want to get some. You know, you can't fault anybody for that. Um, I don't. I don't know. I think it's one of those situations where uh, chicks now believe. You know, they're into their own pleasure. They want to be with their own bodies. They believe that, you know, they can go out and they can have the sex, too. They 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 feel like they want to be human now. we got to start treating women as if they're human beings. And we just heard sex is good, even if you are married. Could you believe that the Archbishop brought up the fact that uh, that sex is, is best if you only have it with one person your entire life, never in any, ever any infidelity? So I couldn't believe he said that. Does infidelity count for thinking of other things, too? If you close your eyes and imagine it's someone else? Yeah. I don't think that's cheating. No? Mm-mm. Uh, what is this? Jay Boogie, welcome into the hideout. How you doing, guys? What's up, bro? Not much. Hey, man, uh, I think that... Uh, you there? Oh, what happened? Uh, I guess we lost him. Bad cell phone. Feel free to hit us back up, 866-277-4969. I don't know what happened to the phones, but um, RadioHideout.com. Anyway, that was just something that, you know, it's something that, even regardless, whenever you meet a hot chick, whenever a hot chick gives you the time of day, even if they are trying to maybe scam an internship or something off you, you know, it feels good. You actually, you feel better about yourself whenever oh, yeah. you come into contact with a hot chick. Whenever you get attention from a hot chick, you feel a lot better, you know? Especially around this station. There's so many hot girls around this station. I love looking at them and talking to them and acting like I'm their friend. You and know? all you're doing is undressing with your eyes, you perv. And you know what's so funny? I did that. Did you really? I, I do not do it that often, but I'm standing there in line at the bank teller, and I swear to you, I am standing there, and I'm thinking... Wow, what would it be like to have sex with this chick? What would it be like to to ki- to kiss this ch- uh, this chick? I I seriously was having those thoughts as she's cashing cashing my check from CNC. And, and you're you're thinking this. You're probably I know you 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 like to act a lot, so you're probably making the kissing face almost <laughs> right in front of her. It's one of those things where you don't realize. Yeah, you're kind of just puckering up just a little bit. And like look at her, and you know what? I found myself. I found myself looking her up and down, like really, like she was a piece of meat. And you know, she was looking down, looking at the computer, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And every time she'd glance up, I'd, I'd look away real quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like I was doing something else because I didn't. Did you catch a pig down her shirt? I didn't. I didn't want to. I know. I imagined what her breasts would look like. I swear to you. And let me tell you this: the thing about wearing the ring. Oh, okay. Hey, can you hold on for a second? Sure. All right, hold on, because I want to. I want to talk about married married sex with chicks first. Uh, Mike, welcome back into the hideout. What's up, bro? Hey, just want to tell you, nothing wrong with banging a married chick. That's all I needed. Just a little reassurance. Just nothing little, wrong with banging a married chick. Get yourself a cat. Chick digs cat. Chick I digs tell you, cat. I tell you, that's true. Now, have you ever done that? Have you ever banged a married chick? Yes, I have. How was that? Did you ever feel guilty about it, about the guy or anything? Not at all. You know what? Free sex, guilt-free, not my problem. Don't have to worry. We both know what it's about. Boom, you hook up, you do it, you're done with it. Did you make her, did you make her keep the ring on? Didn't even pay attention to the ring. See, I would make her, I would make her hold the ring up. <laughs> 
and like yeah. dangle it in front of me and be like, look at this. Shiny, isn't it? Look at yeah. this. Shiny. You're not my husband. That's what I keep. That's, I'd want her to say, you're not my husband. You're not my husband. I'd love that. Thank you, bro. Uh, Brian, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, how's it going? What's up, bro? Hey, I just, I just, I, I was listening to your conversation here about banging this married chick. Mm -hmm. And how would you feel if it was your wife that was out banging other dudes? That, I mean, that's what I'm thinking, you know. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with going out and you know banging everything that you see. But I mean, come on now, how would you feel if that was your wife or your or your sister that was married doing that? Uh, you know, here's the thing. As sister, as, not, as, not as worried about my chick. Yeah, I'd be if, pissed. If I don't know about it, how is it hurting me? I would never, ever, it, it ever. Hurts, it hurts you when you get the hip or something. Well, you look, I got a rule. If I'm with a chick, I got a rule. You can have sex, but you better protect yourself. And that's that, my rule. That's a healthy relationship right there. Why not? I mean, you act, or are we or are we not animals? No. We are animals. No, we are. We, we we are animals. I, I agree 100% that we're all animals, and, and especially men. That's all we think about is banging everything that walks by that looks good. And women do, too. Let's not well, sure, sure they do. Sure they do, but I, I just, I could never do it because I would worry about how that would make me feel if I was on the other end. You worry too much. Well, and if you were on the other end, you'd be gay. <laughs> all right? Hey, uh, yeah, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. But, but then you've got to worry about the dude coming after you. And Now, that you is know. true. Could you, you imagine know, being especially, busted? Especially in a city like this. I mean, you know, I'm from a small town, and, and I, I, there was a dude up my street who was banging a married bride, and he was at her house. And the, you know what I always and think of? He came back and shot him right in the forehead. <laughs> what I always think of when uh, married guys, uh, you know, Married women cheating. I always think of that part of Friday yeah, when the midget comes in, bangs the wife, and no, it wasn't the midget. It was it was Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac came in, yeah. banged the wife, and the midget's chasing him around. <laughs> That's so yeah. beautiful. All right, man. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, coming well. to the hideout, spreading the word. Spread the word about the hideout. Vincy says she wears an engagement ring to work, so as not to get approached. So that's another way. What if this is the thing? What if she? What if that ring didn't even mean anything? Yeah. What if she just happened to? She what, thinks everybody's hitting on her. You're evil. I am not. You're so mean. I'm not mean. It's true. No. Uh oh. Now, now Bateman is threatening me. Why? Don't walk to your car alone, because I came up with the angle of him playing the civil union gay guy. <laughs> Radiohideout.com on the gay side. <laughs> Go there. All right, let's get back to Tyrone. Tyrone wanted to talk about what we had in the last segment where we had the Archbishop of Sydney, Australia on, uh, Peter Jensen, to talk about this uh, TV show, Good Sex, is where Christians get together and talk about sex. Uh, you said you had some proof or something that you wanted to share with us, bro. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to share with you that you, you said you didn't think his uh, theories would fly in America. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I've been married since 1995. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. I've been married since 1995. Uh-huh. And as part of uh, our premarital counseling at our church, um, the same principles he talked about were taught to us in premarital counseling by a church. So th they told you that you could do whatever because you're with each other. That's correct. Hmm. In fact, the Bible even says that. Now, did you get married because of Desert Storm? I'm sorry. What? I've never been in the military. Okay. Okay. I didn't even know what that was. And we're Don't talking worry about 1995. That. that was like in '91 or '92, Dobbs. And, and back. In, and in fact, um, even today, um, a very conservative Christian organization. Ever heard of Campus Crusade for Christ? 
I nice yes. stay away from that. Well, Christian Family Life, they're all over the radio. Oh, really? Yes. In fact, they... Sunday mornings here? Yeah. And in fact, they sponsor uh, marriage conferences all over America. I listen to it all the time. Mm -hmm. and, okay. And la they last about three days. And part of the curriculum is to talk about sex. And, and if, if you like that show, listen to Goss. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me ask you this, though. Seriously, on, on the serious tip... Now, do they do they talk about everything being okay, including like you know, um, like going around the world and sodomy and stuff, or is that forbidden? I don't know what that means, but um, sodomy? No, going around the world. Well, imagine. Let's say you start in one place and you, you go. You work. I can't say that. I was trying to get around it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, but it, any... it's a very touchy thing around here. Okay, but in any event. Um... But that is okay, though. The um, you know, to to. You yeah, I, one of my uh, pastors indicated that. In fact, the the passage in the Bible says that uh, nothing in the marital bedroom is defiled. Wow! Is, right. I didn't read. So you, this kind of you do get a free pass then if you're married. You can do whatever you want. Well, look, I, I, you're I, in the tree of trust. I have I have in front of me the little workbook from the uh, um, conference that I attended in 19. 95, uh -huh. and the, the second chapter is on sexual intimacy. Hmm. And let's just listen to these very basic principles. I'm not going to read all of it. I just real quick, because we got to take okay. a break. We're up against a break, but I am interested in this. We have to hit up the network. Yeah, go ahead. Sex is God's idea. He invented it. Yes. Okay? Sex is the divine blessing of imp implementing God's command to multiply a godly legacy, meaning having children. Sex is a gift from God and designed for our pleasure. And in fact, if you look in the book of, I mean, the Song of Solomon, which is a book within the Bible. I don't read. <laughs> okay. I'll uh, get it on tape sometime. Do they have it on tape? Uh, I'm waiting you for can, the you movie. You can get it, yes. But just let me, just let me read the opening paragraph to. Uh, I don't have time for a paragraph. I'm sorry, Tyler. Give us a gist real quick. Just real quick, like sum it up. You're good. Okay. Uh, King Solomon, he's writing about one of his wives. How beautiful are your uh, Breasts. Feet of sandals. Oh, oh. Prince's oh. daughter. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The curves of your hips are like jewels, the work of the hands of an artist. Your navel is like the round glo goblet which lacks this wine. Your and they're belly giving this away at church? Wait a minute. Your two breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle. And it goes on. The, I know the Bible material is, is in there. The Bible is full of sex. And this is in Solomon? Yes, it's the Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verses 1 through 9. Does this song come with a B-side, or is it just a single? It, it, the the, the, the uh, Bible has 66 books. Okay. Golly. And, and in fact, this, this book that I'm reading from was copyrighted in 1985. So this is pretty standard fare. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for educating us, Tyrone. Well, hey, well, are you still married? Absolutely. When was the last time you had sex? Uh, very recently. Really? Yeah. How was it? Uh, very good. Yeah? yeah? Very pleasurable. Did you go around the world? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back as the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. You're listening to the hideout with the lad. The hideout. People think it's all about misery and desperation and death and all that, which is not to be ignored. But what they forget is the planet.
pleasure of it all. The Hideout. High Dive. Featuring Al Hefe and J-Dub. The Lot. 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into The Hideout. I am Al Hefe. That is J-Dub's 106.7 WJFK. Fall asleep with The Hideout. Wake up with Howard as uh, we go strong until 1 o'clock in the morning, five nights a week. Um, I have to say we're starting to hit our stride, I yeah, believe. Yeah, we're, we're actually getting comfortable and feeling good about it. I uh, like it. And uh, my body's getting used to being up at this time. And, yeah. And it didn't take me long to adjust, I don't think. So I'm having a blast hanging out with you guys. Uh, spread the word. Uh, you know, let them know. Let your friends know that they don't have to listen to the same Godsmack song 15 times. Uh, on HFS or DC 101, or listen to 13-year-olds talk about uh, nocturnal emissions. Leave that to the 26- and 23-year-olds here in the hideout. We got big boys, live local programming here for you, Washington, D.C. And, uh, you know, always chat it up as well. 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. Very excited about this. People go to RadioHideout.com. We've currently got a poll up there, something that actually came up from earlier in the week. Uh, the question was, would you be interested in a hideout-hosted video game tournament? Um, interested... 80%. Yeah, astounding. Not interested, 20%. So, so, this is something that we are working on for the very near future. So, 10 people have done it so far. <laughs> uh, no, we've got yeah. uh, like, over, over 50 votes. Yeah, so. And that's the fun thing about the website, too. And it just started yesterday. So. It, you know, the, the, the web thing just started. So it's, Not the whole web thing, but our web thing. For the started. hideout. Yeah. It just recently happened. And um, so we thank everybody, and we get the message boards up there. There is a chat room available, too. And for those of you that are hideout regulars as well, get in there and make sure you get your name. You register, you know, Matt Albert needs to register Matt Albert, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Otherwise, could you imagine some other fat kid going around posting as Matt Albert? That'd be great. And we have the ability to take that away, but I'd almost rather not. No, I would probably let you keep it. Yeah, I'd rather you uh, post uh, horrible things as Matt Albert on RadioHideout.com. Uh, coming up tomorrow, Dubs, huge Friday show. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to end on a bang. You know what I mean? We want to end the week strong. So because of that, I um, we got two things going on actually tomorrow. Tomorrow we have the My Mama Did That. That is our our tribute to our mothers, Mother's Day, uh, in which you can win prizes to Ozfest, Ozfest tickets, WWE prize packs. And also, Sopranos prize packs. We were going to get to it tonight, and we're going to have to keep the gimp uh, in the closet. We were going to break out the gimp who did some information and some studying for us. We were going to do what we call the Slurpee, sla uh, Slurpee Sack Attack, in which Dubs and I would basically treat a cup of the new Sierra Mist 7-Eleven uh, flavor as a baseball cup, almost. And see how long we could... Uh, who who taps out first while using the uh, the uh, Slurpee as a as a uh, a cup of tea almost you know if and, that gives you more of a visual and we're the bag yeah <laughs> so that's what it is that's the game you know a little jackass radio for you in the hideout on a Friday night so maybe we'll do that tomorrow uh, whenever we get going I'd probably count on that happening. Do you really? Is that how? Is that how we want to do the last segment of the week? I think so. I think that'd be pretty funny. All right. Well, I'm into it. We'll try it. I'm not. I just wonder if I'm big enough. Tony, welcome into the hideout. 
Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Hey, I love your show, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I wanted to comment on that last guy that was just on the phone a few minutes ago. Oh, uh, talking about uh, Tyrone, who said that you know his sex with his only uh, his only wife has been great, and they've been teaching it. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to comment on one thing. I, don't, I didn't hear the whole conversation, but um, I'm getting kind of tired of all these uh, not Christians in general, but the people that are just you know coming out trying to make people who live different lifestyles feel like crap. And you know, I mean, why can't they just let them live their own lives instead of pushing the way they feel on everybody else? You know, and just really well, that's, a, that's a natural thing to do. Well, though. people always fear what they're not. Yeah, I mean, if you're not, it's you know, if you're not white, if you're not black, if you're not gay, if you're not a woman, a lot of times people what they they fear what they're not and they fear what they don't understand. And the best way that they feel they can deal with it is it's to push it away and, and then trying to turn everybody into and, them and trying to convert. And unfortunately, you know, that's just the way society's set up. Now, I think we've made amazing progress, J Dub. Yeah, I think we've come a long way. And the fact that we've come a long way in such a short period of time—and I'm talking maybe the last two decades, maybe even just the last decade—has really scared more people. Exactly. But then it gives the people who are on the right side of the cause, I believe, um, the good side, if you will. It kind of gives you hope, but you want it to happen overnight. And you just got to realize it's going to take a couple of generations for these people to die off. <laughs> you got to have. Yeah, that's true. It's it's true. You got to have the old school. You know, the old school people just die already and get them. You know, and once they die, <laughs> you know, the good people can take over. All right, yeah. Kevin. It's like uh, well, okay, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good night. All right, bro. Thanks for listening to the hideout too. <clears throat> Spinbathia, welcome into the hideout. Spina Bifida is my name. I'm sorry. God, how could you get that wrong? Go ahead. Hey, earlier, J-Dubs. Yeah. You wanted to give out your special phrase for nocturnal emissions. Yeah, this is going back to when we actually had the conversation with the uh, Archbishop. Hefe wouldn't let you. Mm -hmm. I wanted to hear it. Now, I'm not for censorship or anything like that. Maybe it was a really bad thing. But I would like to share my phrase for nocturnal emissions if I could. It's completely safe for work. It just it's near and dear to my heart if, if you don't mind. Okay. Let's hear it. I don't want to get dumped. I hope this is okay. But it's the truth. It's my life. Okay, go ahead. My phrase for nocturnal emissions is making the white dream water. <laughs> All right. I'm okay with that. Yeah, we're cool with that. <laughs> that's, actually, that's pretty funny. You made the cut. Congratulations, Sambathia. I am a bit of a <laughs> We'll see you later. 866-277-4969. And if you go on Radio Hideout, the voice you just heard uh, under names and Noah is under other. Because various, actually. Various. And uh, I'll say it again. I wish every caller tried as hard as he did and put as much thought into their call. I, I think it's great stuff. Um, I have a little news. Now, we could do this in a couple of different ways. I could have read the news story to you. Or we could have a very hot, sexy chick here at WJFK read you the news story. We chose the latter because we love you. West Palm Beach, Florida. More than a dozen inmates suffered minor injuries in a riot at Florida's maximum security prison for girls and young women. Several girls were playing flag football at the Florida Institute for Girls on Sunday when three stripped off their clothes. One of the girls grabbed a flag from the game, tied it around her neck, and threatened to hang herself. The unrest quickly spread to all 48 inmates. 
with two fighting while others threaten to hurt themselves, scratched at their wrists, or tried to open old wounds. Eleven of those injured were briefly taken to hospitals. Three inmates were committed to a mental health crisis unit. Oh, it's so sexy. That's hot. That's beautiful, man. And I have to say this, J-Dubs, there is nothing sexier than a a prison riot at a female holding facility. Okay, I, 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 I thought you were going to go with just a regular prison riot, because I've seen Oz, and it wasn't that sexy. When girls, are, of it. when girls are trying to recreate wounds, when they're trying to hang themselves with the flags from flag football, it's sexy. to me, there is nothing sexier. I'm not going to put it at the top of the, uh, the, top of the pedestal. It's not going to be, you know, the best, but I think it's pretty damn sexy. Hot, sexy chick welcome into the hideout. Nice. <laughs> Finally. What's up? Someone who, who answers the question. No, uh, you guys are doing a great job. I love it. Uh, Thank you. Love it. I, you skip this late and this put is, an effort into something. Hey, hold on a second. This is what's so funny. So whenever you call the hideout at 866-277-4969, Oh, yeah. We ask you, what name do you want to go by? And the name this cat wanted to go by was Hot Sexy Chick. And so I'm thinking, this is going to be great. This is going to re- lead right into the story that we're talking about. Nice. And you have a penis, and you're drunk as hell. What do you want to say? Well, Hurry yes, up and then I, get off I, my phone. I admit that I have been drinking. I'm the first one to admit that. And you have but a penis. you said Hot Sexy Girl, and I was the first one to call in and say, yes, I want to see that. All right. I want to imagine that in my head. Hey, let me ask you this. Is there anything sexier than one of these prison riots that we just heard about? Well, if it it gets any crazier, then we're just going to have to go with the execution thing. No more riots. Just get rid of them. Get rid of them all. How about this? As a punishment, punishment, all the girls have to get into a bathtub, and they're given straight razors. And they have to cut themselves till they fall asleep. And they have to take a nap for two days in intensive care. That could be sexy, too. That's sexy, too. How about, have you ever been to a strip club and uh, during lab dance, the, the chick starts crying? That is, I think that takes the, uh, takes the cake for more sexy. Oddly enough, I know you're not going to believe me, but yes, that actually did happen. I swear to God, I am not kidding. So, no, it's never happened to me. I was just—I was just thinking that'd be really sexy. But let me tell you this story. We should get Shafee on the phone for this sometime. I know he's not available tonight. Shafee and I are in Detroit, and we're hanging. It's me, him, and his buddy Kyle, and we're at the Flight Club in Detroit. And that's actually a pretty nice strip club in Detroit. I mean, it's Detroit. It's like right on Eight Mile, I think. And so his buddy Kyle is getting this lap dance. And we're, it's one of those, like, a real weird place because you could, like, get lap dances with, like, multiple people sitting around. And I swear to Christ, Shafee and I started goofing on her while she, while, while she was giving the lap dance. It was like one of these things where we were, like, doing it under our breath. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and we were like, are you, are you paying by the stretch mark? Oh, God. Stuff like that. We were hammered. And, <laughs> and she started crying. Oh, my God. And it was so. Is, and so Shafee and I. Priceless. Shafee and I looked at each other, and, you know, we kind of felt bad. But at the same time, there's nothing there's no fun here. And it was kind of sexy because and she still had to kind of stick around. It was one of those things where she didn't realize. I don't know if she really 
like knew that like or I don't think she knew that we that we heard her. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if she knew that you guys knew that she was crying. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sorry I couldn't verbalize yeah. what I was trying to say because I had the mental picture in my head of this chick who wasn't really all that hot, and I was saying, "Are you paying by the stretch mark?" And so she just kind of like started tearing up a little bit, and we could tell. And we were like, oh, Christ. But then we wanted to try to act like it didn't happen, you know, at the same time. Yeah. Too. Did you start paying more money to her, like just like trying to throw down some pay money? No, actually what happened, we kind of turned our back and started drinking. <laughs> you know what I mean? And just kind of like looking at the scoreboard, like on ESPN and stuff like that. Anyway, I got to get... That is sexy. I got to get Shafee on the phone for that. Hellspawn, welcome into the hideout. Hey, what's up? What's up? I love strippers. It's the same guy. And I was thinking, man, how could you not know she was a stripper when she told you her name after she gave you her stage name? That guy is so drunk. He is. He's plastered. Hey, you know what's funny, though? It's Thursday night, and usually I go up to 7-Eleven to get some of these 180s mm -hmm. so I can keep my energy up. The 7-Eleven is packed. That's why I got here so late. Because let me tell you the beauty. I've always said this, J-Dubs. I had this in my mind that Thursday is the greatest day of the week, and specifically Thursday night. And the reason for that is because you still have the anticipation of the weekend upon you. Yeah. When it's Thursday, you're like, man, if I can just somehow get through Friday, and then we can party Friday night, and then we got Saturday to party, and then we can recuperate on Sunday. Conversely, I don't believe that Monday's the worst day of the week. I honestly... Wednesday? Sunday. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Because there's so much pressure... To, like, get rest, but at the same time, too, you want to do something yeah, you because wanna, you don't have to work. You want to enjoy your day off, but you don't want to be tired for the because there's nothing worse than staying out late on Sunday, and it can ruin, like, the first three days of the week. No, I completely understand that. Okay, Central. <laughs> hey, uh... Are you upset that you're not going to have your Friday night to go out and party now that we're doing the hideout? You mentioned that to me earlier. Yeah, I'm kind of depressed. I'm like, hey, it's Friday tomorrow. I'm like, ah, I can't do anything about it now anyway. That's kind of the only crappy thing is that it's 1 o'clock. Everything's going to be closed. Are there any places open till 4? I think maybe in D.C., but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I think there's some uh, clubs in D.C. that are open till 4. I'm down with that. I'm willing to go do something like that. And I'm like, well, I have Saturday now, but I'm like, oh, I don't have Friday now. That's the main time I would actually go out with a lot of people. On Fridays, but you got to get used to doing it on Saturdays and Sundays, too. we got to take advantage of the Sundays, man. I still work Sundays. Oh, that's right. Sporting yeah. news, radio, da-da-da. <laughs> And then that comedy radio. Oh, I think it's hazard pay for that. <laughs> That's why I'm less funny, because I've been running bad. Say, man, come on. What? It is on the team. It's on the same station. Yes, Synergy. Totally. Yeah, you got to pretend like you... All right, should I even mention this? All right, so Cameron, I, I walk into the uh, office, and uh, Cameron and Alan are in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were like, hey, wow, I know I can't mention it. I don't know if we can mention it yet. Okay. God... They just, tickets were needed to be given out for something, and they asked, they were like, can you guys give away these tickets for this event and do it in a classy way? No. Uh, no. And when I tell you who it is, I'll write it down for you. Please. Let do. me write it down for you. I know this is radio, and this isn't going to translate, but for those... They want to do a thing. Why? Why? They want us to give away tickets for that person. 
And those of you, you will find out what this is soon enough, I believe. How funny is that? And, oh, God, whatever. Exactly. All right, don't, don't dictate how we're going to give out the tickets, please. I know, and that's what I told And they both looked at each other and were like, you know what? It's probably better off that you guys don't give away tickets for that. So, anyway, sorry, that's one less thing. But trust me, Hideout listeners, we're doing you a favor. <laughs> trust me, we're doing you a favor. We try to be team players in the hideout. Yeah. I think we're the most team-oriented uh, show around. I, we we will work on every single show. And I have. Yeah. I have and I will. And I love, we love every show here. Um, John, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you guys doing? What's up, buddy? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm clearing my throat there. Uh-huh. Um yeah, I'm digging the show, man. This way is pretty cool. Thank I'm going to ask, where's, when, when's the, uh, the, the uh, Seven Slurpee for a year coming up? Oh, um, Can I get that? Uh, can I, can you I know hook what? that up? I'm going to say this. We have two of them to give away. We'll do one tomorrow. We'll do one tomorrow. You know what? For hanging in with the hideout, you win Slurpees for a year courtesy oh, of 7-Eleven. Sweet. Thank you very much. The newest brother. Slurpee flavor, Sierra Mist, a refreshing lemon-lime flavor, and an extreme green color poured into one of the three forty-ounce collectible Shrek Two cups, only at Seven Eleven. That way, we've given out um, one, and tomorrow we only have one for the Slurpee Sack Attack. Jacob. That's awesome, man! Thank you, man. Hey, spread the word, though, okay? Yeah, and get, I will. All right, get yourself logged on to uh, RadioHideout.com. Yeah, Hold on. check it out tonight, man. Looks like pretty good. It's a pretty good site, man. It's Thank pretty you. Quick. Go pretty, there and uh, learn about the show. Thanks. Hold on. Bateman will get all of your information. All right, let me see here. Mix Loco hits it up and says, Buzz at Nation doesn't really get started until about 1 or 2, if you like techno. Oh, speaking of this, Dubs, I don't know if I told you about this. Our buddy Goth DJ. Yeah. Apparently next week, next, um, like, Thursday, they're having the Goth Prom, like, in town at some club. I remember the Goth Prom on uh, Saturday Night Live. Do you remember that skit? I do with Chris Kattan and uh, uh, Christopher Walken was in one, I believe, and he uh, he was the janitor, and they had the goth prom in the janitor's closet. I do remember that now. Yeah, definitely. Well, anyway, uh, you know, I'm 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 into all kinds of uh, scenes, and I was into the goth scene a little bit. I never like did the dress up thing, but I'm always I've always embraced it. I've always thought it was pretty cool, and I like people who do stuff like that. So they're going to come in. Um, goth DJ, another uh, DJ, and a couple of hot goth chicks are going to come in Wednesday night to talk about the goth prom. I'm pretty interested in this because you know one of my favorite websites, again, that you can find on our website is uh, gothicsluts.com. Yeah. That's something that I really seem to enjoy. Um, remember my gothic fantasy was to have uh, two gothic chicks while we're listening to Marilyn Manson uh, have a cutting contest, and they would cut themselves. And the first one to pass out wins. And I get to have sex with the one who's passed out. And the other one has to take the walk of shame with the blood dripping down off of her hand. I thought the one that passed out lost. So they're both trying to fight as long as they could to stay out while they're cutting themselves. No, I want the one who passes out. That's sexy. <laughs> Speaking of sexy, what about this riot thing, man? I still don't think, other than, other than what I just said about the gothic chicks, I don't think there's anything sexier than... The, the strip... The stripper crying wasn't sexier? It wasn't sexy. It was uncomfortable. I okay. told you that. It was uncomfortable. It wasn't okay. like Shafee and I sat there and said, wow, this is the sexiest thing ever. I'm going to think about this whenever I go home. Now, I don't think I'm too horrible for this. But a chick, like, the first week after the abortion, 
<laughs> Come on. When she, You're horrible. When she, when she doesn't really know where to turn, you know, and she's just looking for looking for acceptance. There, that, there's something really sexy about that. How could you have gone to the the the, the women's march uh, for lives or the march for women's lives, and then go off and say a comment like that? That a, a woman post-abortion is sexy. It is. It, she just exercised her right of choice. You're just doing the old joke of, hey, best place to pick up a chick is at no. an abortion clinic. No. I've heard you do that joke before. I have. I was hacked. What can I say? <laughs> I, I, again, I, I think that um, it's been proven. This um, This female sex prison riot thing. It's just so beautiful. Hey, play that story one more time, just to hear Megan do the read. I think it's in a CD1. It's going to be so great. She's a hot chick, too. Look at all of them. All those sales assistants. Those beautiful women. Let's hear this. Let's hear that story. Give you a little uh, material for the night. West Palm Beach, Florida. More than a dozen inmates suffered minor injuries in a riot at Florida's maximum security prison for girls and young women. Several girls were playing flag football at the Florida Institute for Girls on Sunday when three stripped off their clothes. One of the girls grabbed a flag from the game, tied it around her neck, and threatened to hang herself. The unrest quickly spread to all 48 inmates with two fighting while others threatened to hurt themselves scratched at their wrists or tried to open old wounds oh. 11 of those injured were briefly taken to hospitals three inmates were committed to a mental health crisis unit the funny thing about that I know we have this, this thought in our head of how sexy that would be but you know all those chicks were either fat butch or just cracked out, you know, bad skin. They're never the sexy chicks that you see in the porno movie. No, not at not the woman's prison, I'm sorry, except for if they're in there for prostitution or coke. There's exceptions to the rule. It looks like a high school softball team from West Virginia. <laughs> All right. That'll do it for the hideout this evening. Thursday night, tomorrow, big show. OzFest tickets, WWE prize packs, Sopranos prize packs, and our final 7-Eleven Slurpees for a year. Uh, Shrek 2 collectible cups only at 7-Eleven. We'll do our Mother's Day tribute, Who Mama Did That, and we'll also do the Slurpee Sack Attack. It's the hideout. That's Dubs. I'm Hefe. Thank you to Bateman and Oddball on the back. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000, fat kid.
Tommy's a virgin. How good does he look? I'm on the gay side. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. J-Dubs is the worst person in the world. We apologize for the homosexual content of this last scene. We now join this fiercely heterosexual sketch already in progress. Hey, you tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Red Smooth, Washington Redskins. All right. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. Douche chill.